Hello, and welcome to the Why Don't You Cry About It podcast, the podcast where we take a specific topic of pop culture and my guests share their valuable knowledge. I'm your host, Camille Mulda. Let's get into it. Hello, thank you so much for tuning into today's podcast, the inaugural podcast. Full transparency, this podcast was recorded back in August and life happens and I forgot about it. So um, I hope to do some more of these podcasts. Basically, the idea behind it is we, uh, we being me, will take a specific thing within pop culture, uh, a certain topic, and I will have guests come on the show and we will talk about that. So today's episode is all about Drag Race. I hope you like it. And if you want more of it, just let me know. All right, let's get into it. Hey, Greg. Hey, Camille. I want to sing you a little song. Okay. RuPaul's Drag Race. May the best woman, best, best woman, woman win. Sorry. No, we could harmonize there. Okay, sorry. Do it, ready? We'll do win. <laughs> okay. May the best woman, best, best woman, woman win. Okay, well, that was enough of that. Um, welcome, everybody, to the Why Don't You Cry About It podcast, where we are going to be recapping all things pop culture. We're bringing a friend on to talk about a specific area of pop culture that they have a wealth of knowledge about. And today, as you might have guessed, we are talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. And joining me on this topic is my friend, my enemy, <laughs> my ex-lover, my ex-boyfriend. That is not a joke. This is my ex-boyfriend. Um, Greg is here. Hello, Greg. I am here. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being on the pod. I I am fighting the urge to laugh at every single moment because I feel like this is the most silly but like serious thing we've ever done together perhaps this might be the pinnacle of our friendship like this might be the most important thing we have ever done we've done a lot or ever will do oh i hope not i hope we do something better well i don't i don't know if it can get much higher than this but you know the world is our our oyster i suppose so that's so true. I may have to cut out a little audio because I, while you weren't looking, my uh, microphone fell. I did notice that. Mm. Um, so, Camille, as you know, because you've tried to get me to listen to a ton of podcasts. Yeah. And I've told you that, like, I really don't like very many podcasts. I only, like, regularly listen to one non-news podcast. And okay, do you, okay, Smarty. Do you, well, I listen to one news podcast and one, okay, so I listen to two podcasts. Do you know why I dislike podcasts so much? I've told you this before. No, Greg, I, I don't, no, I don't know why. Okay, I hate podcasts so much because of exactly what we're doing right now. The awkward banter? The the small talk <laughs> banter before we actually get into what we need to talk about. Because okay, well, there's okay, nothing jump I, right into it. <laughs> There's nothing I hate more. Well, let me just finish. There's nothing I hate more than like, oh, I really, I can't wait to listen to this podcast on prohibition in the 1920s. And then I just hear like 15 minutes of like, oh, what'd you do this week? And oh, you can't believe this. And it's just like, well, no, I want to talk about, or I want to listen to prohibition in the 1920s. So not to take over, should we talk some drag race? Yeah, but I just wanted to say, First, oh God. 
Um, I think what you're looking for is an audiobook and not a podcast because I, for one, I enjoy the banter between the hosts. I want to know that they enjoy each other's company, that um, I, I like hearing about their lives. I like hearing their recommendations. I like hearing what they do. And that's our fundamental difference in this friendship, I guess. And you know what? Maybe you are right because the one podcast that I do really love to listen to, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it because of like copyright issues. I don't want to get you sued or anything. Um, I think you can just promote something if you want to. And I think they oh, would actually be really appreciative of that. That actually probably because it's a podcast that I really enjoy. Anyway, my dad wrote a, uh, wrote, wrote a porno. Great podcast. Hilarious. Um, and I've been listening to them literally for like five years. And so now I feel like I know them so well that I really do enjoy their banter, but maybe it's just like, I don't like the banter in the beginning because like, I don't really feel like I know these people. So maybe some people are feeling that way about me. Cause they're like, who is this crazy guy talking? But I promise I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good person. Listen yeah. No, I find you, uh, much to my chagrin to say this, I find you to be an incredibly entertaining person, which is part of the reason you're on today. I might say I have charisma. I think I'm pretty unique. Um, I have some nerve in doing this. And bitch, I got talent. So I don't know. I think I think I got it all. I think you're segueing us perfectly (laughs) into today's topic, which is today's topic. Say it with me. RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Race. Um, I would say that this show is, no joke, a very fundamental part of our friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of shows that we've been to together, seeing the queens, um, watching the show together, recapping the show together, recording a podcast about the show together. It's, I would say it's very important. I don't think... I don't think I've ever met any of the queens before myself, or at least with you. Have you ever interacted like with any of the queens before? Um, so I actually, I do have a couple kind of funny stories about interactions with queens. So obviously like I follow a bunch of the queens on social media and especially, oh my God, during quarantine when season 12 was airing, mm. um, honestly, and I was going to bring this up later, but like, honestly, like, Season 12, RuPaul's Drag Race, like, got me through quarantine. That was, and I think all Drag Race fans, like, really feel this way. That was one of the best seasons, definitely the most, the best season of of recent memory. But just, like, so anyway, so I would always drink with my roommate every Friday night and watch Drag Race. And then I would be devastated with whoever was eliminated that night. And I would always, like, drunkenly slide into the DMs. Now, unfortunately, no surprise there. And just be like, oh my god, I love you so much. Yeah. Um, now none of them ever um actually responded to me. But one time, um, this was like years and years ago, um, I was on Twitter and my friend was like responding to a comment that or a thread where somebody was like, What drag race queens who have not been on All Stars would you like to see on All Stars? So he listed a bunch of them. it is a great question. It was actually, I was going to bring that up at some point tonight. Oh, I was going to bring it up. Oh, perfect. But he listed a bunch of queens, including season eight's Layla McQueen. 
And I don't know why. I guess I was just in a feisty mood. But so I responded to the um, tweet and I was like, love your list, except for Layla. Ugh. And I added her like I, 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 I like tagged her in the post. Did you have a death wish for yourself? It sounds like you I, did. I guess I did. You're sick. And she has blocked me on Twitter. And actually, I'm going to look at it right now because I think I checked it a couple months ago. This was like years ago, like five years ago. Um, but she had, she had still had me blocked. Um, so that was kind of, that was one really interesting story. And then a second one, Um, before you get to your next interaction, I would briefly like to touch on Layla McQueen because I think I've had similar feelings towards her. And I think I told you, if you're not watching the pit stop, you're only getting like a third of the story. You're not just even like getting if, half of the story. You're just, just like a third of the story. Just like if you're not watching a top. Exactly. But, but with the pit stop, I can't remember if it's this current season of All Stars or season 13, but Layla was on. I'm not entirely sure if she's still doing drag. She's a very talented designer, is what I, I gathered. But so many people in the comments were saying, like, justice for Layla. Layla deserves another chance. And I, really thought like you know what she really does like I thoroughly enjoyed watching her and she just I think they all deserve most most contestants deserve a second chance so we'll get to that I would, go. I would like to formally um take this time on this platform to apologize for Layla to Layla McQueen for saying that I do not believe that she should have been on All Stars because she has had a huge glow up and I think RuPaul's Drag Race needs queens like her. Like, we've had a few, like, really cool kind of, like, spooky alternative queens. Obviously, Sharon Needles, um, Aiden Zane. But I think that that's, like, a niche of drag that Drag Race hasn't fully embraced yet. And I think Layla McQueen would be a really good person to, like, kind of bring that more to light. Yeah. So, I apologize, Layla. I think you would have been a great addition to all-stars maybe we'll see you on all-star seven Who knows? she's she's definitely gonna listen to this podcast so i can't wait for her response i know she definitely <laughs> will we are definitely famous enough that she will listen to this podcast okay um, what was your what was your other interaction oh gosh i'm actually thinking oh my god there's so many now that i'm actually thinking about oh, it god. um <clears throat> so i live um as camille knows in washington dc um, Washington DC isn't, I mean, they definitely have a drag scene. Um, there's not a ton of, uh, girls from drag race who came from DC. However, two, one very, very famous, one very famous, um, being Tatiana from season two and all stars two. Um, choices. she choices, see me with them hands. Um, she is, Obviously, I mean, huge after All Stars 2. And um, a couple of years ago, I was doing, I do um, Stonewall Kickball, and we were at the end of season party, and she was hosting it. Um, and it was like a huge deal. I mean, I had never met her in person before. I was like super excited. I was totally gagged when I saw her. And she was like on stage, like doing her thing. And then she like took a break, and she was going to. I need to see to ask, but she's just so beautiful. Oh my God. She's fucking yeah. gorgeous. She is like, 
sometimes when I see girls on Instagram, I'm like, there's no, like there, there's gotta be face tune. There's gotta be something like, there's no way that they can make themselves look that beautiful, but like they legit do. Like she was gorgeous. And let me get to what I was finishing and I'll finish that thought. Um, so then she took a break and there was eventually going to be like a meet and greet, but you had to pay like $25 to do it. Um, which I was 100% planning on doing, but I like there were tickets right out or something. So she gets off stage and I see she's like on the side. So me being drunk and me being who I am, I like sprint to the side and I scream her name, Tatiana, Tatiana. And she looks over and she's she like, just hey. run, run away. No, no. She was like, Hey. <laughs> and so I like waved her forward and I was just like, Oh my God, I love you so much. Like, like you're amazing. You're one of my favorite Queens, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, Oh my God, you're so sweet. We were talking back and forth. And I was like, please, can I have a picture? Like, I know you're doing a meet and greet. Can I please have a picture? And she was like, she's like, well, like I am doing a meet and greet and like, you're supposed to pay for it. But then she like looks me up and down. She goes, but fuck it. You're really cute. Let's do it. And we took a selfie together and like, oh my God, it was one of the best moments of my entire life. And I was so excited. Like she said, fuck it. Like I'm cute. Like me, little old me. That's, that's um, when you know. That's when you know. So that was probably, that was probably one of my um, best drag race interactions. I also had um, Blair St. Clair's twin brother. Blair St. Clair is from DC. I don't know if you oh, know. Blair St. Clair, I do declare. I do declare. Um, <laughs> she always does the, she does the, <laughs> she, pulls the she pulls the invisible jacket over her and pretends that she's cold. Um, her Just to give you a, a visual of that, Greg is crossing his arms and shimmying down and as shimmying if he has a, yeah. a chill in him, um, mm-hmm. which is the, the signature of Miss Blair St. Clair. Miss Blair St. Clair. Um, her twin brother, like, um, I forget. We, like, were messaging each other on Instagram at one point. I forget why. I forget if we had, like, seen each other on a dating app or something. But, yeah, I was I was chatting it up with Blair St. Clair's twin brother at one point. So. Wow. You were just thirsty really cool. for all the queens and their oh, of course. relatives. Of course. I, I mean, Cameron Michaels. Oh, like, you've always said that. Oh, my God. Well, she's riddled in controversy at the moment. Uh, she is riddled in controversy. <laughs> Do you want to explain for those who might so, not be aware of, of that? Sure, sure. So if you're watching this later on in the future um she was um two weeks ago's lip sync assassin for all-star six so i guess and, a spoiler a spoiler alert yeah spoiler here. alert here um but oh my god camille i'm blanking on who she went up against who she huh. lip synced against um it was raja yes it was raja you're right you're right um and they lip synced to charlie xcx's um boom clap which that in itself was a choice to of yeah. all the songs, but that's okay. Yeah. So it was it was very underwhelming. It was incredibly underwhelming. And um fans' reactions were harsh, which nobody was coming for Raja or Cameron at Mm-mm. all. Mm-mm. They were just saying, like, what a shitty, terrible song mm-hmm. choice. Um, and you know, I think from what we've seen from Cameron. She's she is very sensitive and she's very emotional. And I think that's why she was probably so closed off in season 10. And she took it harsh. Like she was in her feels to quote um, 
Trixie Mattel in All Stars 3. That was a lot of emotion for a win. Like, like <laughs> the girl got on like Instagram and was just like, like just pouring her heart out. But you know what? They're her feelings and let her let her feel her mm-hmm. feels. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like that was a lot of emotion for a win. Um <laughs> but yeah, she's she's fucking gorgeous. Like she and she's like posting all these like thirst traps now on Instagram, and I am totally I'm all for it. Now I want to go back to earlier, um, which I think we could honestly we might spend the rest of this times talking about this topic, which is what queens deserve a second chance, whether it's on All Stars or the, you know they pull a Shangela and they come back in a different season, which I honestly have no problem with. I, I I think if someone deserves it or it calls for it, I don't mind if someone comes back another season at all. What do you think about, mm-hmm. what do you think about um, what they're doing with all stars with like ginger minge coming back again? Because uh, before you tell me what you think about it, I'm going to tell you what I think about it because I think there's a difference between what they're doing with ginger minge coming back and what they did with like Manila and um, Latrice and then Latrice and Pandora and Alexis, like all those girls from season one, because again, like to quote uh, Latrice, like we don't talk about season one, like season one didn't happen. So I agree that I think that all season one, uh, all stars girls should have a redemption. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a little, I'm a little torn about, ginger coming back i love that she's back and she's killing it this season and i really think she she might be my winner's pick but i just want to pause because you literally said i want you to go first and tell me what you think and then then i just spoke for 10 minutes you're just but go on you you were on a you were on something go on i just um I don't know. Like I am a huge reality TV fan in general. Like, yeah, you, you're, you understand the canon. Well, drag race is my number one show, but like big brother, like survivor, the challenge. Like I love all those things. And it just gets like, so annoying, like survivor, especially when you have like people coming back for like three, four, five, six, seven seasons. And it's like, okay, like give some other people a shot. Like, if you didn't win in your first season or your second season, is your win as valid if you won your third or fourth time? Well, when it comes to All-Stars, I would say yes, because in theory, you're you're against the best of the best, right? Sure. So I, I certainly wouldn't discount anyone's win for being invalid because, God, the work that they had to put into that. Is yeah. just and which is part of the reason I like the pit stop because I think that Trixie, who's the current host of it, I think she does a good job of like breaking down so much of the behind the scenes that we're not normally like privy to. Yeah. And so I, I actually really enjoyed that. But no, I I'm as long, listen, I, I don't mind. I just want to watch good TV, but I do want to see some other people also have their have their chance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was definitely a little like just like eh, about ginger coming back that being said i love ginger and i think she might be my winner's pick um okay but i think the original question was who should who do we want to see come back i think you could take this question in two different ways yeah like who who do you think who do you 
who do you think should come back? Like, who do you think deserves to come back and have okay. another chance? This one, I think, is a little random when you think about it because I'm sure we're all thinking about, do you know who I'm going to say? I'm, I'm curious think- if we do a one, two, three, and we, like, say who it is. But can you describe a little bit more? Okay. So, like, I think everyone's obviously thinking about girls from, like, season 11, 12, 13, like, all the new girls. But there are still so many really good girls from, like, the older seasons. So I'm thinking of a girl from like kind of the mid era seasons. Should we do like three, two, one? Do they have a catchphrase? Mm. Not really. Not the one I'm thinking of. Do they own unique animals? Okay. 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 So she doesn't have a catchphrase, but Rue has a catchphrase for her. And here's what I will say. I would love to one time more step into the cool waters of Miss Darian Lake. Lake. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She would be, I think, because I really did not like her on season six. I mean, she was definitely like the villain-esque of season six. Um, But she was super talented and she gave great lip syncs and she had pretty decent fashion for that era. Um, I think she would be a great person to come back um, and kind of redeem themselves. Um, she's like right now, like my number one person that I would love to see come back. Hmm. Okay. Okay. What about you? Okay. So my first one, when I said, do they have a catchphrase? Is it all, is it one of Darian Lake's season six sisters? No. Okay. But I will tell you this. <laughs> There's always time for a cocktail. I would love to see Mrs. Mrs. Kasha Davis. Davis. I would love to see Mrs. Kasha Davis. I would love to see, I would genuinely love to see Lala Ree return because. Yeah, I think she probably will. Listen, a design challenge is not for the faint of heart. However, she was so entertaining to watch. So funny. When she did like that run, for like, they, they were doing like yes. them, that was yes. for the Mori. They were talking about Mori Povich. Yeah, he had me cracking up. I would love to see her come back. And then when I said unique animals, I would love to see Tempest Dujour come back because if you didn't know, Tempest Dujour has like a toucan, a duck. Like she oh, is interesting. I thoroughly enjoyed myself with Tempest Dujour. I would love to see okay. her come back. Yeah, Mrs. Kasha Davis. I do. I do think um, really deserves to come back. Um, <gasps> Justice or Jocelyn? Justice Fox. for Jocelyn. Womp womp. She deserves. Womp womp. Also, super underrated um, Snatch Game character with her Teresa Judice. She did such a good job. She, she did a very good job. Coming. Coming. Yeah. Coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she did a really, really good job. I wonder if you did that intentionally. I would love to talk about Snatch Game for a little bit. Oh, can we? Yeah, of course. Um, okay. I guess what I am wondering is what are your thoughts on Snatch Game of Love? Some might say, some might say, I might, I being one of them. You might be some of them. I think it's in terms of difficulty, Snatch Game is difficult enough as it is. I think Snatch Game of Love is even more difficult because Hmm. I think with a smaller group you're against three other people or two other people yeah, I'm sorry two other people you have 
much more time to shine. You have no room to hide and much more room to shine and interact. And you you can't see the other person's body language. I think Snatch Game of Love is, I enjoy it very much. I do also like seeing everybody in Snatch Game. I like like seeing all the different characters. I think I, I, I enjoy Snatch Game of Love. Why do you not? I'm not a huge fan of it. I will say, I think All Star Six was the first time that the Snatch Game of Love was like really, really good. Um, oh yeah, you were kidding on a lot. I, I, so I think that I was hooting and hollering. I think that the issue with Snatch Game is that it is such a legendary challenge that there is so much high expectations from the audience. And, like, it, like, a lot of times doesn't deliver the Mm. way that the audience wants it to. Mm. And so then people are left feeling, like, unsatisfied. And I think that that has happened pretty frequently um, in recent seasons. So I kind of go into Snatch Game and Snatch Game of Love with trying to have low expectations. So I didn't have very high expectations. I didn't have very high expectations for All-Star 6. I was cracking up. I think I've laughed harder (laughs) at this one than I have in a very, very long time. Mm. So I don't know. So maybe we can, maybe we'll see. And, and the snatch game of love will continue and I'll, I'll like it more. Um, but I don't do well with change. Oh. I, I like, I like my things to stay the same. I know you, I know you too. So, it's the, um, it's the Aquarius in you, isn't it? It is the Aquarius. In yeah. Me. Yeah. Now, what did I want to say? I thought you were saying Aquarius was in me and I was like, Ooh, I wouldn't, Aquaria. I wouldn't hate that. Aquaria. Oh, damn it. Oh, you can okay. I'm going to keep that in just to really embarrass you. Um, Thanks. One thing I, I, I would like to talk about, like, maybe some of our favorite Snatch Game performances. But before that, like, I think there's so much pressure to do someone who's well-known or that the audience will get. And I think Rue also kind of instills that within the girls. And when they're doing their walkthroughs and it's like, oh, well, how are we going to make that person funny or or like they're not super well known by the public. There's been multiple times, at least I'm speaking from my own experience, where I was not familiar with a certain character, but whatever that person did, like like what Silky did with uh, T.S. Madison, yeah, hysterical. Like I think I think you you as a contestant, and again, it's so hard. I could never do it. Watch me choke mm-hmm. under pressure. Yeah. I think what you're able to do with a character whether they're extremely well-known or not at all, like it's, it just speaks to that kind of, that level of uh, performance, I guess. Is what I'm trying well, to say. and obviously, I mean, the, the, the greatest example of what you were just saying, Camille, where like, you don't necessarily need to know the character for them to be great is probably the best snatch game character of all time is little Edie. I mean, how many of us knew who little Edie was very, very few, mm-hmm. but Jinx did such a good job of just being funny. And like, Half all, of and the all thing. the was at the time. It's quite the scandal, really. My cousin. <laughs> My cousin-in-law, actually. <laughs> but she just was like, she was just funny and weird. Yeah. Um, like when, oh my God, when she put up seizures. Spelly. <laughs> like that's not little Edie. That's that's just funny stuff. I think you have to not be afraid to diverge a little bit from the character as long as you are still funny. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I am still blocked by... <gasps> oh! Guys, we just did a chat. Greg is still blocked by one... Yeah, still Layla blocked McQueen. by Layla McQueen. I'm sorry. Justice for Layla. 
Um, oh, so, um, yeah, like a, a, another perfect example is Marlene, Marlena Dietrich that Sasha Velour did in season nine. Like, I didn't really know who she was. I mean, that wasn't one of the best um, drag race per, or uh, snatch game performances of all time, but it was memorable and it was funny. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I agree that you don't necessarily – Tammy Faye Baker – um, um, Ginger did her in, in, uh, in all stars too. Well, if you watch surreal life, you would be familiar with her. Was Tammy Faye Baker on the surreal life? I'm, I'm pretty, I was like, guys, I'm pretty sure Tammy Faye Baker was on the surreal life. Hold on. I need to look that up and I need to look who she was on the cast with. Did you know that the guy who like created, um, like all those shows on VH1 Each at the time, he's from Upper Darby. Really? Yeah, it's not interesting. Shout so, out to Upper Darby. So in case Greg's accent didn't give it away, we are both from uh, Delaware County, a.k.a. Delco. The cast that Tammy Faye Baker was on included <laughs> Danny Bonaducci. Yes, Danny Bonaducci. Ron Jeremy. <laughs> oh, gross. And it looks like Vanilla Ice was also on that cast. So yes, I think I remember, yeah. Now, I did not come up with this. So I heard it from somebody else. It was someone else's suggestion, but here's a, f- a following question for you. Oh, wait, hold on. Are we, are we done with Snatch Game? No. No. Oh, okay. Why has no one played Jesus yet? <laughs> oh, my God. That's so fucked. <laughs> I do. I, I will say that, like, I know that some people have tried to do certain characters and they have been denied whether it be through like copyright violations or like stuff like that i mean clearly like the drag race fandom is not a very religious group of people i would think but i wonder (laughs) oh my god that would be so funny it would be it would be hysterical it would be like you could do so much with that you, you could really like bring could. out a water and a wine. Like you can, yeah. ugh, it'd be so, it'd be, it would be clever. I would love to see someone do that. It would Greg be and really I went to Catholic school for 12 years. So we can, we have, we can talk um, about this. Wait, you might say that I played, I was the original Jesus in Snatch Game. <laughs> <laughs> um, little trip down memory lane in, in sixth grade. Um, this is just like prime Catholic school. Like, oh God, emotional manipulation um, we did a Living Stations of the Cross, and what, I was— For those who don't know, what is Stations of the Cross? What are they? Okay, so the Stations of the Cross, so I think there's, like, 14. And if you go into, like, any Catholic church, you'll see them, like, kind of, like, encircling the church. And we do it um, during Lent, and it's, like, like the steps that Jesus took towards his crucifixion. Um, so you have, like— I hope your mom listens to this podcast. I hope she doesn't. <laughs> So you have, like, Jesus is given the cross. Like, Jesus falls a third time. Jesus meets his mother. Like, oh, oh my God, I wonder if I could remember all 14. I'm not going to bore you with that. Anyway, we did a living one. So it was like this, it was basically the crucifixion of Jesus Christ in a play version. And I was cast as Jesus. And interestingly enough, who put me to death but as Pontius Pilate by none other than Camille Mola. So she put me to death. Um, where was it going with this? Oh, well, I if that isn't the metaphor to our friendship, if this was, yeah, if that's I don't know what is. Then what is? Um, you know, sometimes you just got to think, like, what were we thinking? What were mm. they thinking? 
It wasn't um, us. It was mostly, it was them. It was um, them. It was yeah. them. Yeah. So, yeah. So, why doesn't anyone play Jesus yet is the question. Yeah. Um, you know what I think is a very, very underrated Snatch Game performance that I loved um, was season oh, seven. Oh, oh, well, season oh. seven. Season seven. Little Richard? No, no, no. That, she Little Richard, did she win? I she, love that one. That one. She Kennedy. tied, yeah. Oh, her, was... her and Ginger tied. Oh, no. No, her and Bendela, Bendela tied. Bendela was in season seven. I was she was season six. Sorry. She might have won by herself then. No, I feel like she tied with someone. She might have tied with, with Ginger. I think she tied with Ginger. Should we fact check that? I'm doing it right now. All right, as long as you're doing it. Season seven, despite it not being a great season. I um, don't understand why people said that. I love season seven. And probably because it introduced us to one Tracy Martell and one Katya. But, (laughs) (laughs) but. I, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I don't think it was the best season but i thought it had one of the best snatch games i really think the snatch game is really really good um i'm so curious yeah so kennedy and ginger minge both won um, um for um snatch game because she was a um, del. ginger was the del right a ginger was a, a ginger a ginger was del yeah ginger was a del <laughs> And Kennedy was Little Richard, the first uh, person to play a man mm. in um, in Snatch Game. Um, no, so season seven, Snatch Game, underrated character. Big Ange? Big Ange. Hi. I, I, I know. I'm feeling very excited. <laughs> I say yeah. that to myself in my head <laughs> way more often than I care to admit. I believe and. It. Her other line that always kills me, um, was, she was like <laughs> saying something like, "Like I was raised on food spit." Or no, I was. Uh, oh, fuck, I forget. It's like I was raised on food stamps when I was a kid. I wasn't watching no fucking Batman or something like that. Like Pearl for like not being obviously like a very big fan favorite. Wake up, Pearl! Like being dead to the world. She fucking killed Snatch Game, and I kind of wish. I think she should have won. Well, that's, I think that's part of what made that snatch game so great was because I don't know if I would say Pearl wasn't a fan favorite. I think she was actually really liked by the fans, but I would say it was more so like, well, that's the thing. It was more so like ruin the judges, like just not enjoying her and giving her an extra hard time. And then like to watch her just be like, I'm going to kill this thing. And she did. And it was hysterical. I think that's part of what made it just like so, so good. Yeah. You know, Um, another snatch, snatch game performance that I, I really, really enjoyed was, um, Gigi goods. Um, like the robot, what's her name? Um, Maria, 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 the robot. I think so fucking clever. She didn't win. I think she, I think she did win. I'm pretty sure she won that season. Um, yeah. Like, and just like the physical, physical comedy of her, like not being able to like pick up the card and everything like incredible, like so good. Who do you think, who do you think within your wheelhouse of of talent could you possibly play 
on Snatch Game. Like, I love Lady Gaga, but I could not play Lady Gaga. Like, you need you need to know. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. know who I I know who I could play. Who? It's probably someone who you could play too. The old the old lady. In the chocolate <laughs> episode of SpongeBob, <laughs> that is such a niche niche reference. Like that is such a random reference. But you someone from SpongeBob would be hysterical do if that someone very very well. If yeah. someone did something from SpongeBob, that would be uh, hysterical. Anything from like a kid cartoon would be yeah. hysterical. I wish that. I mean, I understand that you can't do. Um, like, the, like I said before, like, there is, like, copywriting laws and stuff like that. But, like, I just think that there are so many, like, what if somebody did, like, Little Orphan Annie? Like, that, I feel like, would be so funny. Or, like, Cosette. Or, like, Cosette. Or, like, oh, my God, don't even get me started. I want a Broadway-themed, sh- like, challenge <gasps> so know. badly. I, I want it. In the worst way. Like, and I was, a, a rusical, but they include maybe, like, iconic... Yeah. Like, like, Mama from from Gypsy, or, like... Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some other... Now, they, they sprinkled it in. Like, they obviously did... Um, Drag Race UK did the Rats musical. I mean, um, can we just take a moment for Rats musical? Oh, my God. We will go on record. Oh. Greg and I, when, when, when Taste gave that lip sync. Oh, my God. To memory. Oh if you are not God. watching Drag Race UK, if you're not watching Drag Race España, you, you are, if you're not watching the overseas Drag Race um, yes, seasons, absolutely. you're, it's, but back to Taste, it was just, I can't talk about it. Give the bitch the crown just for that lip sync. Oh, the, my God. With with the, the blood on the oh. face. Oh, I was literally in tears. I had tears streaming down my face. I wish I could thank her for that. I, I honestly, like, I think we as a culture, as a people, need to thank Tace for that lip sync. Because it was arguably one of the best lip syncs I've ever seen. I think you need to write it in your journal. Uh, or maybe three, I'll slide into her DMs when I'm drunk one day. I was just going to say manifest it, but you do you, boo-boo. I'll do, I'll do me. You do you. Um, but yeah, I would love to see, I'd love to see, they did a little bit of the Broadway thing with, um, I think when they did the social networking musical in season 13, there was, or they did something with, um, Cell Block Tango. I can't remember, ex- but you know, it, was, no, um, it was definitely the, the, the social media um, rusical definitely had elements of Broadway in it because they did Cell Block Tango. They did Cabaret or maybe not Cabaret. No, I know what you mean. I, I'm also wondering if you're going to get mixed up with the one where it was like the one with, with Jan, where she was like, no. Okay. The first, the the second challenge from season twelve. No, yeah. I'm not okay. thinking about that. But I'm thinking about Tina Burner being like the. Um, wasn't she like the cabaret like ringleader? She was, and sorry, I, I like I, I, and Greg and I have talked about this before. Sometimes, as I'm sure anyone who watches Drag Race, you feel like you're watching a different show than the judges. Mm-hmm. 
Tina did a fantastic job, mm-hmm. a fantastic job. And they were like, well, and she led the entire thing and she led it beautifully. It was just a very yeah. weird thing that always makes you wonder like what goes on behind the scenes. And it just, it didn't, was strange. I think, I think that we've seen, especially with season 13 and the way that they did the winning Queens and the pork chop Queens, they knew who they wanted in their top four. I think from like the get go. And I think that's, that's one thing about drag race that I am starting to get a little disappointed in is that like the production is like, they are totally playing it up and it's just becoming very obvious from the beginning, kind of who they want in the final. We're now discussing all stars season six. Um, and Greg just mentioned the four, the top four right now. Well, or who else could be added in? Or somebody could be added in, either Silky or uh, Eureka. But right now, discussing the current top four, it's, I mean, like, what a talented group. And I'm true, like, I would be so happy for any of them to win. They're all so, in my, in my mind, so equally deserving to win. This was, season six was such a, a redemption season for so many of the queens. Mm-hmm. Eureka and Silky and Trinity. Like, I feel like so many of them had such bad edits in their original seasons. And you're really getting to see a different side of these, these people and really starting to appreciate them. Yeah. Oh, well said. Um, minus Jan, because <laughs> Ruth seems to have some sort of, this is a systematic <laughs> attempt to break down her psyche, as Bob so eloquently put it. It is truly an attempt to break this really down. Like, poor fucking Jan. The way that Jan walked out when they did the lip sync extravaganza, and she just, like, wasn't smiling at all. I was just like, they have broken her. Like, no, what no, no, did no, she no. do to deserve this? They'll never this? break her. She's a star. They'll never break her. But, man, did they... Yeah. Well, we'll it's not. Th- it's not fair the way they treated her. I'm a true Jan stan. I love Jan. She's one yes. of my favorites. I've definitely slid into her DMs a couple times. Oh my god, Craig, you're out of control. Well, not yeah. like, not like slid into their DMs like that. Like mm-hmm. I just, I just. Oh, I will share what I've said to Jan because I actually, I recently messaged her. I think. Ah, uh, but I just said the last thing I said is I'm so proud of you, Jan. I said that on July 9th. She didn't respond. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so the next thing, I think this could be something quite fun for us to discuss. Do you want to discuss okay. this following with me? I'll tell you. I don't know is. what it is, but I would love to. There have been many a great lip sync song, many a flop mm. of a lip sync song, mm. and not a flop performance, I'm saying. Perhaps a flop lip sync song where the, the song does not does not lend itself to, to work on in any capacity. So absolutely. What are some songs that you would love to see in a future lip sync? So ignore any sort of copyright anything. Ignore all of that. Okay. None of that is into play. Suspend your disbelief. So I think what I've seen with, with when we saw memory, like, and even, um, Oh my God, Latrice Royale versus, um, Lil Kenya Michaels, Lil Kenya, oh. natural, natural woman. Yeah. Yeah. 
So like the ballads are incredibly underrated. You and I have discussed before, like, like we would love to see more ballads. We think it's yes. be, yeah. Yeah. So I definitely want to see a lot more ballads and I'd love to see like some old school songs. Like the first one that comes to my mind, um, you don't own me by Leslie Gore. You don't own me. I'm not that little girl anymore. Like, I think that could be so fucking good. Like, that could be an incredible lip sync. I'd also really like to see, like, some country stuff. Like, maybe, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like, this could, this would be very risky. But, like, do we dare do Jolene? Yes. Like, that? We dare do Jolene. But so here's... Here's the worry. Like, what if it's it's an underwhelming lip sync? I guess it's the risk that's you got to take. That's the risk that you take with, think about it. How many of the Britney songs have been absolute flops? They were yeah. given yeah. the greatest of songs, and it, they were flops. It just, like, that's 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 what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking um, Honey Mahogany and Vivini Panay, double... Double sachet away. To, oops, mm-hmm. I did it again. Breaks mm-hmm. my heart. Now, I would like to read some of mine. Okay. If I may. And you may. This is one I've talked to you about before is um, Say It Right by Nelly Furtado. Yeah, interesting. I, mm. <laughs> Let me explain. Now, when you think Nelly Furtado, you might think of something like Promiscuous or Man Eater, which would also be fantastic lips and choices. However, Say It Right is such a slow sexy sultry song but like it also picks up at certain points and i think you could do a lot with that song yeah okay thank you now another one that i have in mind because i was listening to it today is power of love by one celine dion Mm. Dion. (laughs) Dion. um did you take french in high school oui Je m'appelle Power of Love, I think, would be so much fun um, when they get to the, the big, because I'm your lady, could be yeah. everything. Yeah, be great. So Maybe more, we'll see that on, uh, on Canada. That would be fun. Yeah. That would be fun. And then my other one is kind of speaking to like an old school song and just cause it's kind of having a moment on TikTok right now, but um, it's my party and I'll cry if I want to. That could be so could much be fun. fun to do. That could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also thinking, um, and have we ever, Oh my God. I cannot believe I almost asked this. So that's the same. Have we ever had any Rihanna? Oh my God. I, I, I will shame. See, I will see myself out the door, but all this is all this to say, I would, to see, away. <laughs> I would love to see more Rihanna. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I, I like your choices. I think we also need some more, um, like campy songs like Barbie girl That's, was great. By, yeah. You know, when Silky did it, I was thinking like, um, did you forget to so say Barbie, Barbie girl? Do you yeah. know who sings Barbie Girl? <laughs> it's something with a T, isn't it? No. Oh, who is it? Aquaman. Well, just just Aqua. Just Aqua. Um, like stupid stuff. Like um, I don't even know if this is a full song. 
The one where it's like she wore an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. Like that could be like I love like the like the silly campy stuff. Like I, yeah. I think that we haven't seen enough of those kind of lip syncs in a while. I like how I don't and again, we're pretending that copyright things don't exist, but like like a song from like a TV show, like a theme song, like I saw this, I saw a queen do it on TikTok, but the Pokemon theme song would be Oh, that would be really interesting. It'd be fun. It'd be fun. Could be fun. What are some lip syncs that like really stand out to you? When it's one of it's Dina Ritz doing this. Oh my movie, god. Oh my god. In front of Natalie Cole. Oh my god. When she did when she did like the little like like her hand up and then like her oh, oh I, I, I do that move all the time by my Camille. <laughs> Fucking Dita Ritz, drag excellence. Justice for Dita. Justice for Dita where, Ritz. Where the fuck is Dita? Get her on All Stars. <laughs> Bitch needs it. She's incredible. And you know what? I am so proud. She's doing like awesome things in New York or Chicago. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Um, and like she's thriving. She's living her best life. But like I feel like she is an old school queen that she needs to be. Um, reintroduced yeah so i absolutely i absolutely agree i loved um and forgive me ruth for not knowing the song i think the song's just called henny with um from all stars 2 with katya and i believe alaska where katya just has her hand on her hip and she just goes lower and she just goes henny Uh, i I love i like that lip sync Um, um i really loved laganja um and Oh, my God. Hold on. Oh, yeah, Laganja and 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 uh Jocelyn Fox doing stupid girls. I mean that oh, one was that awesome. Was they both went into their <gasps> splits at the same time. I hear amazing. that sound. Yes. Amazing. Um another one that is so underrated that I think should have been a double chante is um Naomi Smalls versus Gia Gunn. Um Forgive me, Rue, again. And to the ones I love, know that you're the reason why. I dare to live my life. I dare to celebrate my... And then uh, Naomi does, like, the literal backbend when she is parallel to the uh, floor. And Gia uh, gets the freaking human oh, hair. Oh, yes. Starts, and um, Valentina comes on the confessional, and she's like, this is the human hair bundle competition <laughs> of my life. Like, that one was so fucking good, and it should have been a double Shantae. They both should have stayed. Do you know which two I'm going to bring up next? Which two? Freaking, talk about, talk about just excellence. Naomi Smalls in that green outfit to that Judy Garland number was, I mean. Amazing. um, Like, I could, I, I could have watched that for two hours on the Broadway show if Naomi I would really, do it. I really could have. Naomi is someone that, despite coming in the top four in both of her seasons, I still feel like people sleep on. I do, too! And she is, I am going to say, I mean, she's definitely in my top ten favorite queens. She might even be my top five favorite queens. Wow. She is... Wow, Greg. Amazing. I love Naomi. And Rue fucking slept on her all throughout All Stars 4, which was 
honestly disrespectful. And I just think I'm Naomi's biggest fan. I love Naomi. Well, I fear for Naomi that anytime you are in close proximity <laughs> to her. The second one I wanted to bring up, talk about a redemption. Talk about hearing, take that thing off your face mm-hmm. and turning lemons into lemonade. Yeah. Like Valentina did my favorite Ari song, So Into You, yeah. in that Harris Hilton silver dress and just spun and just turn it out and just yeah it that was a lip sync yeah that was that was legacy. really really good that was really really good and i am i'm happy that she kind of got her redemption i feel like we cannot talk about incredible lip syncs without talking about chi chi devane doing i'm telling you i'm not going <gasps> i mean when the fucking jewels ripped off her dress in perfect sync to the song. I mean, like, amazing. Amazing. It was, it was like, sweet because the queen she was lip-syncing against was Thorgy Thor. And, like, the beats happened and, like, you could see Thorgy trying to stay in character but, like, also be like, oh, are you, like, oh my god, okay? yeah. But, like, Chi-Chi just, like, was yeah. in Dreamgirls, and it was, like, it like that's when, like, I would say for someone who doesn't get drag and doesn't understand the fact that it's an art form, you show them that, and you show them yeah. the emotion behind it, and how it's live theater and how you, you still keep going. I think that's, oh, I'm so happy you brought that up, Greg. It's such an yeah. incredible moment. Chi-Chi, Chi-Chi was... A performer through and through. I mean, she was mm-hmm. amazing, and especially you know, she, she was she had so many health issues, and she was awesome, and is very very dearly missed. Um, so I want to ask you a question: What is your what, what do you do successfully? What do answer quick quickly? Look, <laughs> well, Greg. Um, no, I'm actually so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you kind of. My favorite part of Drag Race that I don't think people would realize. And it is the fashions. I Respectfully, love... I think like a lot of people like the fashions. I, well, I feel like maybe for me... You oh, oh, I'm sorry. It. I'm sorry. I love the fashions. I... Let me tell you. Let me, let me give a little backstory. You know, I was a little gay boy growing up outside Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And I remember every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. sneaking down my basement, turning on the CW, putting it on, or UPN even before the CW, putting it on the lowest volume setting so that I could watch America's Next Top Model religiously. And anytime I heard like, anybody take a step at the top step of the basement, I would have to like quickly like change it to like ESPN or something so that no one knew that I was ESPN, Greg, how to watch yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah, I, I, I could, uh, yeah, I, I was a lost cause. Nobody, nobody had any, uh, I, I was gay from the minute I was born. But, <laughs> I wish I knew um, that from 2006 to 2007. From, from yeah, right. From my love of America's Next Top Model came my love of 
fashion and things like that. And I just, I think the fashion part of drag race and the runways is probably my favorite part of drag race. And I think we have seen some amazing runways in our time, which, which are, I don't want to ask this so open-endedly, but like, what's one that re- like is one of your all-time favorite looks? So going back to Naomi Smalls, it is always in the top of my mind when they did the um, Wiz- Wizard, of Wiz- Wiz- Wizard of Oz runway, her fucking scarecrow. And yeah. just like, she, I remember she like got, you know, she walked the runway, she got to the front of the runway and she did that kind of like broken back with like mm. her, her arms like this. And I was just like, it's, it's flawless. Like it is flawless. And I was actually going to bring up her green, um, outfit in all stars four too. I mean, she just had, and her legs just went up to her fucking asshole. Like I am obsessed. With <laughs> oh my God. Do you want to hear what about mine? you? What, what were some oh, of your favorites? So happy you asked this honestly might be when sugar cane came out in that eggplant. Yes. Purple gown. Yes. Like, if I could ever wear something, if I could ever be so lucky to wear that something like that. I think Rue went on record and said that was the favorite, her favorite thing she ever, she ever saw on the runway. Wow. If I recall, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Also justice for sugar cane. Yeah. I want to see sugar cane come back. She, she was, she was amazing. Um, oh God, there's so many, there's so many. There was, Oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. Now, and I'm not, you know what? I, I think I have a certain affinity toward these queens, to these two queens, as, as many people do. But I enjoyed, I believe it was All Stars, when Katya wore the the Esther Williams swimsuit. It was a pink oh. and a mint green. Yes. I love those colors. And then in the same breath, in the same vein, when Trixie wore, it was a pink, I believe, leather dress or, or something and she had a lime green wig on and yes i know exactly this color the color about. on my sweatshirt i know exactly what you're talking about yes the way yes. those outfits the, the colors complemented complemented each other so well i just really spoke to me also trixie's red for filth runway um when she had the books on the her books. head and the apple like just fucking iconic amazing greg how have we not brought up jada yet like honestly one of the best queens but also one of the best fashion look queens i think we've ever absolutely seen she uh, every time she's like never a disappointment her frozen runway was amazing Uh, i loved her frozen one runway um oh also not to move over so quickly on on uh jada but now that i'm thinking of frozen runway um Jan's frozen runway. And you're gonna say when that. She was like the fucking White Walker. Oh my god, amazing. And you're gonna say that. Yeah, but now Jada and Jada's also one of those queens that like she just seems like a really good person, and like I, I just want to like talk to her and hang out with her. I would love to see more of Jada in the future within Drag Race, whether it's like hosting the the pit stop at some point or like. 
coming. Touchless Edwards yet is just I know, like, I know, I know. But like, like doing something like Alyssa will do, where she like comes on and like choreographs or yeah. coaches or something. I would love to see Jay to do something like that. Yeah, so, I, I just think, I just think she's she's like a, a nice, sweet, fun person. Another person that I really like that's similar to Jada is, and I'm remembering how much I loved her on season eleven because I'm watching it right now. Is a curiousy Davenport. Yeah. I mean, just like. Just like a class act, yeah. Just like a like, just seems like a great person, great at drag, nice, and just like yeah, I love her. Incredible at drag, incredible. Yeah, and like yeah. I, I don't think that me coming as like a like like a white cis woman like ha- holds any weight at all when it comes to talking about this topic. But like, I just appreciate it so much, and like this show has brought me so much joy and like, just, mm-hmm. just like, I, I don't even feel like I can talk about like, or critique it, even though I will, because that's just who I am. But it's just, I just, I love the show so much. Yeah, I agree. So, um, I think that our last, our last topic for today will be your favorite drag race contestants of all time. I will limit it to a top three. If need be, I can do a top five. God. In no... No order. Particular order? No. Okay. Can you... Um, are you going to give me yours first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I think... So... <laughs> so hard. There's so many. And I know it's very basic of me to say, and it's... It's expected, but Katya just brings me so much joy. I could watch Katya forever. Um, I love Jujubee. And anytime Jujubee is on the screen, I will be locked in and just, she can do no wrong in my eyes. I love her. Absolutely. And then, God, this is so hard. I love Alyssa Edwards. I love Alyssa Edwards. Gotta, gotta. I wish Alyssa Seeker would come back. I love her. Just talk about charisma. Like, like she is charisma. She is charisma. She she does anything that's funny. Yeah, yeah. So what's that three? Is that your top three? That's my top three. I'm I'm looking at every contestant to see like who I might be forgetting. I can't do three. I got to do five. Okay. And unfortunately, a lot of ours overlap. Um, I'm going to say Katya as well. Um, Katya is, first of all, fashion. Even though she claims that she's like, she doesn't do fashion, she doesn't do fishy clean. I know. She is fishy and fashionable. And I just think like her over, like her, like character arc from season seven to all stars too. Like, yeah, she's weird and she's kooky and she's funny, but like she is vulnerable and she shares like really deep aspects of herself that just make you fall in love with her. Like, God, this is so stupid. I'm like almost tearing up right now, but the conversation that she had with um, Miss Fame in season seven, I mean, that was like, like, we love drag race because of the goops and the gags and the, and the death drops and all that stuff. 
but we love it because these are like real people with like real issues and seeing her go from this person who was like so ashamed of who they were and, and, and felt so worthless to then making it to the top four on all stars two And just being like, like, I am great. And like, you made me realize that like, just, oh, I'm gonna go, she, she didn't win the, the show, but like, she, she won our like, hearts. She won. Yeah. So definitely Katya. Um, Alyssa Edwards, for sure. Like, she just, like, she's charisma in a jar. Um, Juju B, yes, of course. Like, so funny, so just lovable and charming. Um, oh, God. I, I can't do six. I know. It's hard. You can do Okay, more. I'm going to... Okay. Um, Shea Coulee. Oh! I also can't believe we've gone the entire podcast without talking about Shea Coulee. <laughs> Love Shay. Shay. Oh, hold on. Sorry. When she did that uh, sports baseball thing in the in the dance in her All Stars, where Let's she like edges I snatched today with that I step back. In, in, oh, yeah. God, yeah. I can't. I can't talk about it. Also, underrated like verse. Like her verse in category is yes. is I think one of one of the greatest verses of any Rue song. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. That wasn't All Stars. That was her season, correct? It, that was, was, it was season nine. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I messed up. Um, obviously, like her character arc was amazing, too. Like, I mean, really, let's be honest. Like, All Stars 5 was written for her to win. Um, but I also just think, like, she's such an amazing activist, um, you know, in Chicago and for, and, you know, speaking out for, for black lives and black trans lives. Like, just a really good, good person. Um, and then. I got to do six, and I'm sorry. I'm not going to go ahead. For it. Um, Trixie, obviously, like Trixie is just she's just wholesome and she's great. And I know that when I don't know, I just love her. Um, my final person is not. She's our only international person that we have mentioned um, in our top favorites, but it is one Bimini Bon Blash. You know, drag race has really taught me a lot about trans lives and and gender identity and gender differences and, and being non-binary. And Bimini is a is a savage and everything she did on UK was like amazing. Absolutely. And I think she she should have won season two. But just what she brought to letting people know about, you know, gender differences and things like that, like that's a, really one of the greatest aspects of this show is, is, is educating. And I just think she's a sweet person and, and, and she's awesome. And she brings great looks that like weird, like uh virus. What was it? Like bacteria. It was like an amoeba. He was like, she, she was like the yeah. first, she was like the first living thing. Yes. It yes, was, I it love was prehistoric. I, it was a prehistoric I runway. Love how her mind works. It's yeah. I just love, she wore pimples down the runway. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love, I just love how her mind works. Like, I, I totally agree. It's just like you, like even if you're within the, I'll say the word community, like you might think you are already very well educated or like know everything that you could need to know. But then like, that's why shows like this are important. Mm -hmm. Even if like they have been struggling in like representation, but like you actually do learn so much more and it's like Absolutely. very interesting and like wonderful to see people within 
that community who identify in different ways interact together and like and I just think it's like a very very beautiful thing yeah I agree and I just want to say one last thing before we wrap up we love drag race we love the drag queens that are from RuPaul's Drag Race however there are a bajillion local queens that are not on RuPaul's Drag Race who also deserve our love and affection and attention so follow queens on instagram go see queen shows like there's so much hidden talent in this country and in this world um that might not be discovered by rupaul's drag race but are still pretty amazing and don't need to be and don't need, don't need to, to be. be yeah yeah you're right i want to give out a shout out to a philly queen who i have seen perform a few times her name is vinchelle uh, if you want to follow her on instagram she's underscore v-i-n-c-h-e-l-l-e underscore and I mean, like, just if she were ever to go on Drag Race, I think she truly would sweep it all. But she's just a, tr- a truly incredible queen. Um, yeah. Yeah, we need some more Philly representation on uh, Drag Race anyway. We do. What did Lady Gaga once say? There are a few locals here tonight. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so everyone... Funny. This has been so great. Thank you so much, Camille, for inviting me on. On the pod. Thanks for coming. Did you have fun? I had a blast. Do you regret doing this? I totally do not regret doing this. I could talk about Drag Race for another 16 hours. Well, maybe we'll do a part two. Maybe we'll have to do a part two. If the readers enjoy it, uh, that's famously taken from the Lost Cultures podcast. They call their listeners readers. But if they like it, then maybe we'll do another one. You got to keep the children fed. We'll give them a snack and we'll go from there. You're looking like a snack tonight. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. All right. Okay, bye. Bye.